SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. Thanks, Greg. Exactly five minutes past six o'clock. Hilton Tarrant with you on this Thursday evening. The Market Update with MoneyWeb right here on SAFM. We are taking your questions on our SMS line 34701 with the keyword market. That's 34701. Use the keyword market. We've got a question in from a couple of minutes ago from someone who seemed to ask half a question. A question about defensive stocks, uh, the food retailers, ShopRite and others. We only got half your question, so do try and send that again. 34701, use the keyword market. That'll cost you two rand per message. First up, as always, Google it to Infupi has your business news, and this In Business Today is brought to you by Wesbank. If you need an instant answer to your business asset finance application, then apply online at westbank.co.za. Thanks, Hilton. Good evening. Vodacom, South Africa's largest mobile operator, will increase its focus on small to medium-sized business customers to offset declining revenue from its domestic voice division. Vodacom business will contribute as much as 25% of the company's service revenue by the year 2018. Now, This is compared with 16% or around 8 billion rand for the year through March this year. Economic Development Minister Ibrahim Patel says the Zuma administration is on course to break the 1 trillion rand spending barrier before the end of its administration. Now, Most of this funding is expected to be spent on infrastructure development. And the European Central Bank today announced that it will keep interest rates at record lows for an extended period and could yet cut them further. Turning to the market performance now, the JCO share index has closed up in positive territory by 1.7% at 40,030 points. The rand's trading at 10 rand 4 cents to the US dollar, 15 rand 10 against the pound and 12.97 against the euro. Gold trading at $1,248 an ounce, a barrel of Brent crude oil at $105 and the platinum price at $1,334 an ounce. Thanks, Gugu. And this in business today was brought to you by Wesbank. If you need an instant answer, to your business asset finance application, then apply online at wesbank.co.za. What would an instant answer to an asset finance application mean for your business? Could it be the difference between moving and shaking or just sitting and waiting? Apply for business asset finance at westbank.co.za and get an instant answer. T's and C's apply. Westbank. We know how. A division of First Rand Bank Limited, an authorized financial services and credit provider. Or speak to your affiliated dealer. MoneyWeb Market Watcher is proudly brought to you by the Graduate School of Business and Leadership at UKZN, shaping business leaders in Africa. Seven and a half minutes after six o'clock. David Shapiro of Sassfin with us. David, market up nicely over 40,000 points, up 1.75%. We saw strength across the board except for gold shares. Yesterday we were in panic mode. Europe was imploding, trouble in the Middle East. And today all forgiven, all forgotten. But, uh, you know, you heard Gugu talking about the ECB mm. and uh, or it was not only the ECB, the European Central Bank, but also the Bank of England. Now, for the first time, what they've done is given guidance and they're following the Fed model of, of assuring investors that um, interest rates will remain low for longer and therefore putting a cap on the kind of moves that we've seen recently where investors were very nervous that rates were going to rise quickly. 
And that's one of the reasons that the market uh, took off. And I think it's going to give market a lot of support over the next, you know, I'd be surprised if we come back. As long as we have a decent job numbers in the U.S., it doesn't disappoint on the negative side. Then I think this, this rally will continue fed by views that, uh, you know, rates will remain uh, longer in both Europe and in, um, in, in, and in the uh, U.K. Well, that's the big one, the, mm. the U.S. job number. Uh, the U.S. obviously closed today for, for Independence Day, mm. July the 4th. Half a trading day uh, in the U.S. yesterday. Very interesting that uh, the ECB and the BOE giving us guidance, mm. but we are seeing policies start to diverge now. We're seeing the U.S. Fed starting mm. to talk mm. about tapering, and the <laughs> ECB in uh, the eurozone in significant trouble well, uh, is is just going to keep well, printing I, I, money. I think uh, if they would have followed. Um, the Fed's example, I think we would have had a world economy that would have been a lot better. Remember, Europe has followed austerity programs. Mm. Okay, it's a, sli- it's a completely different uh, economy. Um, also, likely in, in, in the UK, you know, they followed austerity measures. And I think that um, they, they've realized that they need growth and that they're going to have to keep rates uh, lower for longer. So I think they're trying to play catch-up. While the U.S. now moves to 3% plus growth, things are starting to look better there. Um, you know, we're hoping the same will happen now in, in, in both those big zo- You know, the Eurozone is still, as a zone, the biggest uh, economy in the world. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's the right move. You've got Mark Carney now who's in the U.K. You know, who's, he's the new governor of the uh, Bank of England. Everybody, I didn't see his interview today. I, didn't know, mm. I don't know if it was televised and that, but... Uh, um, you know, hopefully we're looking forward to, to better things in both those areas. What we are seeing and what we did see today on the market is, is buying largely across the board. Mm. Yesterday we saw selling across the board and we saw mm. very significant selling. Got a couple of questions in on Twitter overnight between last night's show mm. and, and obviously tonight. And, and one of the questions is how, how could all the banks have moved down in unison as, as we saw yesterday? We saw, and, and some by a slightly, slightly higher percentage Are you than others. talking in South Africa? In South Africa. <laughs> There's so many trade moves, trading mm. moves. Um, I, I think that um, there was a concern about African Bank, you know, about uh, the outlook from Moody's, and I think it does spell what I, you know, what's going to happen here. We saw APSA down quite a lot last night, and that I still think there's going to be a lot of worries on the impairment side. They still have to run mm. off that. And where's the growth going to come? You've got an economy that's hardly growing here. Uh, so how are banks going to expand uh, their businesses? They're not going to lend in this kind of environment unless rates uh, are a lot lower, which I don't think is going to happen. So I'm a bit concerned about, you know, where we see banks, uh, you know, wh- where we're going to see growth coming from banks. Yeah, you know, banks always grow. But I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a bit concerned that um, it, it's not going to be as strong as perhaps the market may suggest or may look forward to. Some strong buying in in a lot of the resource companies. Anglo, uh, 19175 up 3%. We saw Billiton up nicely up 2%. Bidvest up 4%. Mm-hmm. That's a big jump. Look, markets have been, they were hammered yesterday. Mm-hmm. So there's a turnaround from, um, you know, f- from a big sell-off yesterday. Commodity prices picked up on in China. Um, 
the, that market's been up for the fourth day in a row. I think there was also an overreaction to uh, uh, some economic data there, mainly on the uh, you know services side. So that market seems to be picking up. Also, that they've stabilised their money market. So uh, commodity prices are finding some support. Oil's been up because of tensions in the Middle East and that. Um, so and 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 Anglo is at 185. At what level? You know, I I still think there's more trouble ahead there, but mm. uh, they're going to be buyers coming in at these ridiculously low levels. One of those days where there are no 52-week lows on the market, <laughs> just a whole bunch of 52-week highs. David, the uh, the Bloomberg Television saga. Draws on, draws yeah, I on. Know, I know. Uh, we obviously, I mean, we spoke about this on mm. Tuesday evening. Uh, Multi-choice has taken a decision to to halt the 24-hour mm. uh, Bloomberg Television feed. Uh, what has happened is uh, Business Day TV, which is the old summit, mm. has taken on 10 hours of programming a day. Mm. Uh, mm. It does mean that we miss uh, quite a fair amount of programming. We actually yeah. miss the U.S. Open. Uh, we, or the build-up to the U.S. Open. My big complaint is that there's no ways, there's nowhere where we can actually watch Draghi or watch uh, Bernanke or watch those speeches. It's not Business Day's fault, and I think mm. poor old Business Day are taking quite a lot of flack. It's not. In fact, they've come and saved whatever they can of of Bloomberg's. Um, our gripe is against DSTV for removing one channel that gave us 24 hours a day access to financial markets, you know, from the morning Asia right through. And it's very important for us to listen to these things. You know, we're not isolated. We can't isolate our way from Draghi, from what, as you can see in our markets today. It wasn't South Africa that lifted mm. the market. It's what's happening on foreign markets. So we've got to keep attuned with uh, with these developments. And uh, uh, DSTV, you know, as I, as I say cynically, you know, would rather give us Swazi Big Brother or, or um, um, you know, other shows like that, which, yes, might help, um, might help their revenue, but certainly from an intellectual point of view, uh, you know, not happening, helping the financial. Sector. We've got some some additional detail this evening. Uh, we do know uh, from from some Bloomberg correspondence we've seen that uh, the decision to remove the channel was entirely outside of Bloomberg's control. Mm. Uh, Bloomberg says it has lobbied hard for many months to try and convince MultiChoice there was a place for quote a leading international business channel. Of course, they've they've found the solution with with Business Day TV. On 412, uh, but that was obviously only agreed once they knew that mm. they were getting canned. We yeah. have put in a number of requests uh, to speak to Multi Choice. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the key decision makers who can speak with authority on the Bloomberg termination are not available to speak to us That's this week. <laughs> this week. So uh, we won't hear from them tonight. We won't hear from them tomorrow night. But we, we definitely will hear from, from those multi-choice uh, decision makers next week. And it's important to, to mention that this is, this is probably a, a TV channel that has maybe a couple of thousand viewers. But so. very important. You can't go into a brokerage house in this city or no. in Cape Town no. without Bloomberg TV no. streaming in the background. Not at all. And that's, and that's the issue. You know, Bloomberg is the biggest provider globally of financial services. No self-respecting trading room exists without Bloomberg Terminal, you know, and, and and this is just an extension of that. So you want to be part of the of of the world of the financial world. You know, you've got to be linked to to Bloomberg, and Bloomberg's on uh, you know B- Bloomberg's TV is just a part of it. It gives us it allows us access to us the world, world to the world's best. Uh, fund managers to the world's best financial brains. And, of course, DSTV makes money, but... Uh 
you know, sometimes you've got to compromise that for the sake of, of this you know, intellectual quality program. 16 minutes after 6 o'clock. Well, let's bring in MoneyWeb's Jeanette Clark now with news that Finance Minister Pravin Gordon is the latest victim of the Facebook profile cloning scam. Yes, indeed. I mean, um, he's been the victim of four and nine scams in the past, and today the Ministry of Finance released a statement just warning the public not to be fooled by uh, people who do use his name and pictures to create cloned Facebook profiles. I mean, I did a quick search, and I just... Um, just from that search, I found seven Pravin Gordons. Uh, one of them is actually the real one. And Minister, uh, Ministry of Finance then obviously also provided the links to the two real Facebook accounts, one for the Ministry and for National Treasury, Treasury and then one for uh, the Minister of Finance, Pravin Gordon himself. That's uh, MoneyWeb's Jeanette Clark uh, there. David, it's astonishing. I've seen some of the screen well, webs I, I, here. Yeah. The finance minister offering you a, a quick loan. <laughs> <laughs> How, surely Facebook must have some kind of way of of preventing that, or of you know, I I, I don't know. I suppose we have features and everything they, else. They, they are surely, rolling out they're mm. rolling out verified profiles, and I mm. think as that kind of gets traction mm. in the market. And How many Hilton Terrence are there on Facebook? Very few, very <laughs> few. <laughs> MoneyWeb Market Watcher was proudly brought to you by the Graduate School of Business and Leadership at UKZN. Shaping Business Leaders in Africa. The Graduate School of Business and Leadership at the University of KwaZulu-Natal offers a variety of programs to help you make your mark in the world of business. The interdisciplinary nature of our World Trust programs enables our candidates to effectively deal with the complex challenges of an ever-changing landscape. If you're ready to make a difference, consider the university that is changing the world every day. The Graduate School of Business and Leadership at UKZN Shaping business leaders in Africa. Are you a pensioner or investor looking for a high-yield investment that will give you an above-average guaranteed return? Then Finbond Mutual Bank's limited offer is perfect for you. Invest a minimum amount of 100,000 Rand on a fixed-term deposit and earn 9.5% per annum guaranteed. Contact us today on 0860-442211. Terms and conditions apply. Finbond is an authorized financial services and credit provider. Finbond Mutual Bank. It's my bank. Almost 19 minutes after 6 o'clock. And David, I think I'm the only Hilton Tarrant on Facebook. <laughs> Today's top story is brought to you by MTN Business. While well, we report on mining MX today, highlighting the extent to which South African gold miners are slashing their head office costs. Hundreds of managers have been retrenched in the past quarter. The story by David Mackay cites officials at three of the majors, Goldfields, Angler Gold, Ashanti, as well as Harmony. Peter Major of KD's Corporate Solutions joins us now. Peter, I want to get to those three, but the one not mentioned, Sibanye, I think, and this is my theory perhaps, gives us the best indication of what's to come with gold mines in this country, perhaps some other mining houses as well. It, uh, it gave a presentation to the Deutsche Bank South Africa Conference on the 19th of June, a couple of weeks ago, and, and highlighted a number of things. Organizational structures are inappropriate for current production levels. It's, uh, it cited, quote, bloated service functions. And, of course, this all under uh, Neil Froneman, the new chief executive, there's uh, operating philosophy, a new operating philosophy, looking to save hundreds and hundreds of millions of rands a year. Is Sibanya the one that perhaps we should be looking at as a, as a clue of what's going to happen across the sector? Well, when Neil first took over Sabanya, he held an analyst 
lunch, and I don't think he'd even been there two or three weeks, Hilton. And he he just said what he'd found in the first two or three weeks, and the, and the first thing he, he mentioned that he he wanted to fix was what he thought was a very bloated head office structure, and he said. I don't want to put anybody on the street without good reason, so I need to go through these excess personnel and head office and see which of them could serve a vital function on the mine, which of them can be linked to productivity or flat-out production increases. So I think Neil had a very head – he was talking this right at the start of the year, way ahead of these other companies, and I haven't kept track. Has he been retrenching people the last five, six months, or has he just been transferring them? You know, maybe it's too soon to find out. So you're right, he is conspicuous by his absence in this note. They did, they did publish some additional guidance in that, in that presentation, Peter. The original plan looked for 499 million rands worth of savings uh, in, in the 2013 financial year. They've managed to conjure up an additional 305 million rands worth of savings. A lot of this coming from uh, something called other, rather ominous we don't know what that is, but we do know some of the other figures. Uh, it's, it's looking to take about 100 million out of its stores uh, expenses. It's looking to take over 100 million out of overtime expenses, 250 million rand from headcount reductions. I can only imagine that a good portion of those are going to be at, at head office. Look, they will be, and it's a very valid request by Franz Bellani at NUM. He said, we understand when the gold price falls or the platinum price falls huge amounts, that, that costs have to be trimmed wherever possible, and sometimes this involves people. And he said, we're all for sharing the pain, but we need numbers and figures to, to show that it's being shared equally. I've agreed with this all along, because we know how much the unions have increased their wages the last 10 years, but we don't know how much the management has. And by number of managers, and by rands per manager, dollars per manager, and, and I think all this should be a lot more transparent, and there will be less doubt, less suspicion, and less reason for disgruntlement among all the employees. Peter, I, uh, just, it's David, just, uh, I was going through Sabanya's uh, balance sheet yesterday, and I think you'll be surprised to see the amount of money paid to senior executives. Nick Holland took out something like 20 million in direct uh, salaries, plus another 20 million I think in share options. Neil Froneman's salary is 7 million to start. Now, if you go through, there's a whole host of executives that were earning in the region of, you know, 10 million, 5, 7, 8 million. And that. I find it very difficult for management, you know, mm-hmm. earning those kind of salaries in an industry that is failing uh, to sit around and negotiate with, with, uh, you know, with the unions um, and try to cut it. So I think, I think there's a point there that that has to be investigated. This is blown all out of whack. If you go back to the 70s and 80s, nobody could conceive of something like this. Mm-hmm. And there was a rule of thumb in the 60s, 70s, and 80s that the top miner could make as much as the general manager. And there's no way that could happen now that I can see. It, it's just blown out, and it has been too secret. It hasn't been publicized, and it, it's as much to do with inefficiency as anyone lower down the ranks. Peter, I think Harmony's update for the third quarter, which it gave on the 2nd of May, also is is helpful because in that update it, it spoke about a number of costs that it was looking to take out of the business, 400 million rand uh, in costs this year, 400 million rand of capex reprioritized next year. 
but it shows how quickly things have changed because that entire plan was predicated on, quote, a conservative gold price assumption of 400,000 rand a kilo. And we've had that for a number of months now. We've, In fact, we've probably had that since the 2nd of May. Yeah, we have. I don't know if they thought it was going to go up from that or if they thought that was a moving target and it just looked good for the annual report. Look, it's inevitable when you have it an incredible price run like we have had in these commodities for 10 years, that things get out of whack. But that's why economists invented things called recessions. That's your reset. <laughs> and, and all industries get out of whack, and you have a massive recession, whether it's financial services, whether it's IT, auto workers, airlines. And there's been recessions going on for hundreds of years in the States, and usually when you get a big recession, people take across-the-board wage cuts, 25%, 30%, plus retrenchments. And that's, that's your reset to start a good foundation working upwards again. And so I think people are trying to lock in these pay packages, and they're hoping that they can just ride it out and their buddy will get retrenched, but nobody mentions taking a pay cut. And that the salaries everybody's getting and the pay that the workers are getting for most of what they're doing is all just out of line. It's completely out of line. Well, thanks to Peter Major, a mining consultant at KD's Corporate Solutions. We do know that Harmony um, has has retrenched 500 staff across the company, including its service as well as corporate departments. It will give us more information on the 14th of August uh, when results for the year in the fourth quarter are out. Goldfields has trimmed its head office from 100 to 60 employees, and Anglo Gold Ashanti wouldn't disclose the number to Mining MX, uh, but it did indicate that a number of head office staff have been shifted back to mines. Today's top story was brought to you by M. In business. Session, please report to aisle four and restock me. Thank you. With MTN Business ERP, you get a complete overview of your business operations at any given time. So your shelves can tell you when they're empty. And because it's hosted in the cloud, it's a lot more affordable to get a full resource planning system powered by SAP. Visit mtnbusiness.co.za for more info. Welcome to the new world of business. The Graduate School of Business and Leadership at the University of KwaZulu-Natal offers a variety of programs to help you make your mark in the world of business. The interdisciplinary nature of our world-class programs enables our candidates to effectively deal with the complex challenges of an ever-changing landscape. If you're ready to make a difference, consider the university that is changing the world every day. The Graduate School of Business and Leadership at UKZN, shaping business leaders in Africa. Invest in a Capitec Bank fixed-term savings account and you could earn up to 8.5% interest per year. Conditions apply. 27 minutes after 6 o'clock and my money is brought to you by Capitec Bank. Magnus Haystack of Brenthurst Wealth joins us now. Magnus, one of the questions I get asked around the Bry on weekends uh, is... Why someone, why one of my friends, one of my uh, colleagues needs a financial planner? We can call them what what you want, a financial planner, financial advisor, an investment planner. Obviously, you're horribly conflicted because you are one, but why would an individual need a financial planner? Well, good afternoon, Hilton. Well, you get two kinds of investors. You get those who do it themselves and those who need an advisor, and that's, that's the only two ways you can make an investment. And... You know, the investment world is incredibly complex and, 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 and confusing today. And while there are many, many people who adequately handle their own investments, I would say the bulk of people do not have the skills or the knowledge or even the personality to make investment decisions. Even professional people 
will always say get a different opinion or professional opinion on something else. And there's adequate research all over the world in New Zealand, Canada, even in South Africa. I read some statistics the other day by ASISA that investors who make use of an investment advisor consistently outperform people who don't use an advisor. They tend to be more comfortable with their investment strategies. And lastly, they also tend to stick to their investment plans uh, over the longer term. So there's, there's, there's a lot of research done as to why you should use an investment advisor. It's the same with any skill, whether it's an architect or a lawyer or a, even a doctor. Mm. It, it makes sense to use a professional. It, it does help as well to take emotion out of the decision, I, I guess. That is the most difficult thing that people have to deal with. I mean, it's very, it, it's, it's very easy to say, well, you should invest like Warren Buffett. The only difference between Warren Buffett and myself is about $150 billion or something like <laughs> that. And, and emotion is a very, very uh, hard to uh, handle if it's your pension fund, if it's your retirement pot, and the markets are dropping 30 to 40%, you're inclined to do very, very funny things. Alternatively, when interest rates are low, we've seen it now with the, with the, with the share max and, and the pick vests and the property syndications. When, when you're under pressure on your, your fixed investments, you tend to fall for schemes that offer you better returns, whereas any good investment advisor would have warned you, stay away from these schemes. They know where to find the, the loopholes and, and, and the problem areas. Magnus Heistek is with Brenthurst Wealth, and my money was brought to you by Capitec Bank. Invest in a Capitec Bank fixed-term savings account, and you could earn up to 8.5% interest per year. Choose between single or multiple deposits. Terms range from 6 to 60 months. Rates are fixed and you'll never earn less than 5.35%. Visit www.capitecbank.co.za for more info or visit your nearest branch. Conditions apply. Capitec Bank. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Well, it was a day where the JSC ended up 1.75%, 40,030 points. The rand at 10.03 against the dollar. Gold is at $1,248 an ounce. This has been the SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. We're back at 6 o'clock tomorrow. It's 6.30 now and time for game plan.